0: All right. Hello, everyone. I hope that this finds you well and that you are managing your new life, however that looks like for you. Uh, I just wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about how to help your child and yourself manage this new new normal that we're calling uh, COVID, post-COVID or pre-COVID or during COVID. Um, And one of the things that I would like to talk about is emotional stability. And with emotional stability, really what I'm talking about is the ability to manage your feelings, um, which will help you manage your child's feelings. Uh, We know that the level of frustration, the level of newness, the level of everything is very uh, intimidating and can be very intense for people. Um, So really what I want to do is kind of talk about what is emotional stability um, and how to manage that. And emotional stability really for me is more an ability to manage what we feel uh, when we feel it, which basically means if we're frustrated, we need to feel that. We need to figure out how to manage that. And we can model that for our children um, by using techniques of uh, verbalizing feelings. I'm frustrated. I need to fix this. Um, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do, and then problem-solve through it because that's basically what we want um, our children to do, uh, which is problem-solve and not, you know, either tantrum or just give up. Uh, We want them to have perseverance. So really just modeling those behaviors that we need from our our children um, and help them process through it. And I think also understanding that you're going to make mistakes today and you're going to make mistakes tomorrow. It's just the way that we are and it's the way life goes. Um, So forgive yourself. Uh, Just know every morning when you wake up that a day's not going to be perfect. You're going to have problems. Um, Things aren't going to go the way you want them to go. Um, And just know that you're going to do the best you can with what you have and what that looks like every day may be different. Um, You may learn something today that will help you tomorrow, which is what we all hope, right? So that we can We can improve uh, our experiences day to day, but just know that it's not gonna go well. Um, And figure out a path. How are you gonna fix that? How are you gonna make it better? Um, And forgive your family. Um, Know that they're doing the best that they can as well. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't look like kids are doing the best they can, but I think that they are. Um, Even kids who look like they're not, uh, they're tantruming, they're refusing, they're walking away. They're teenagers at that point. That truly is the best that they could do, and just knowing that that's where they are, um, and it's frustrating, of course. But again, knowing that that's going to happen, I think sometimes helps our frustration level. Just knowing that it's not going to go well, and how are we going to do that? And of course, you know, I'm I'm sitting in a yoga studio, so of course we want to talk about yoga, um, and we want to talk about breathing. A lot of teachers will say, if you're breathing, you're doing yoga. So learning some breathing techniques from yoga and teaching your children that would be really helpful. It does help calm the mind and help calm the central nervous system and prepares your body for the next experience. So certainly learning um, all of the, some of the breath techniques that um, you can learn in yoga would be very helpful, I think. I know it is for me. Um, and also <clears throat> during this time that parents are now teachers, um, take breaks during the day. You know, when you when you're overwhelmed, or your child has a break from school, take a break, but take a screen break. Um, do something physical. Run around your house. Make an obstacle course um, in your house. Um, play some music and dance. Uh, have a have a yoga practice um, in between. You can do a five minute yoga practice, um, but you need to you need to unplug from screen and teach kids how to do that. We know that today's kids are very wired for technology, and that's all well and good. But I think a lot of times we forget to just unplug and sit and be and, uh, you know, manage quiet. Um, A lot of kids have a really hard time with quiet because they're not used to it, but kind of teaching them to center themselves. And I think that that will get them better prepared for the next part of their day um, if they're more centered and more able to actually manage what's coming at them. Um, and managing quiet is one of those things, let your body calm down and process what just happened and get ready for the next part of the day. Um, the next thing is keeping active. Um, again, you know, uh, living in Arizona when it's 118 degrees out, outside, it's not likely that you're gonna wanna go out and ride a bike or, uh, I don't know, jog. Um, it's much too hot for that. If you're lucky enough to have a swimming pool, swimming is awesome. Um, It's a great way to relax and keep your body uh, moving. Um, But there's ways to do things inside as well. I had mentioned doing an obstacle course. You can make an obstacle course using uh, painter's tape. You can do just uh, for young young children. You can cut out uh, pictures of feet and hands and put them around uh, a hallway, and they can run and they can uh, jump They can do push-ups against the wall. If you tape those uh, handprints or footprints on the wall, um, as your kids get older, you can put your hands uh, on the ground and feet, a few feet behind them, so they can do some push-ups or jump backs or whatever they want to do. But stay active. Um, Keeping your body moving is keeping your brain moving, and that's really important in our in our sedentary lives, uh, going from one seating position to the other, doesn't really give our body an opportunity to, to burn energy. Um, and then that energy just stays, and then a lot of people end up with uh, sleeping issues because they're not able to expend enough of the energy. You can do chair push-ups. You can do chair yoga. There's some awesome programs for chair yoga. Um, and uh, all you need to do is find a chair and, and a little bit of space, and you can do some chair yoga. Um, I know kids enjoy that. Uh, It's something different. It's something that they could do. Uh, Young children can participate as well. Um, They just need a little bit smaller chair than maybe what you are using. But it's a great way to continue moving and keeping your body active. Um, Yoga, of course. You know, we know that yoga is is an awesome practice for both the mind and the body. There's a lot of things that you can do that are, it's a short practice. Um, Again, you can do um, vinyasas, you can do. You can do a whole yoga practice. Um, you could do meditative seated practice. Um, but yoga is a great way to focus your mind and your body. Um, and again, it could be for as short as long and as difficult and easy as you want to manage each day. Um, stay connected. Uh, stay connected with friends and family. Um, I know that you know since March we've been kind of locked down and not being able to really touch. Um, and physically see people. But staying connected, uh, staying connected through technology is an awesome way to FaceTime and um, call the program, which you will, but basically being able to see each other, uh, I think that's really important. Um, We need to stay connected and not feel so alone and so isolated. Um, Call a friend, have a friend call you, uh, do some chats on the computer if that's the best that you can do. But definitely stay connected, get out of your own head. um, And Allow your children the same opportunity, find some FaceTime for kids, phone a friend, uh, do a virtual play date, Um, put the computer down where kids can be recorded and see each other and let them play. Um, We know they're not together, but socially they're still there. They're still communicating, they're still turn taking. Um, They're still feeling that positive, happy feeling when they see somebody that they like, they care about and they want to be around. Um, So that's a really good way. Um, you can also take walks with people and be on one side of the street. Someone else could be on the other side of the street, um, visit a friend and stay six feet away, um, wear a mask, uh, and find those opportunities to, um, connect with people. now um, the feeling of wellness and the feeling of being connected and not being alone is super important for people's overall general moods and the, and the feeling of I can get through this. And those tough times that we do come across, we have the opportunity to um, connect with a friend and know that we're not alone. Uh, I think is super important. Uh, stay connected with your family. I think it's really easy to just kind of have each person go their own way and do technology and you know sit and play games, and which is all well and good. We all like those kinds of things, but I think also staying connected, finding family traditions that hopefully will stay past this COVID. Um, family game nights, family dinners, uh, teaching kids uh, skills like cooking. Um, have each child in your family be responsible for cooking a dinner. Have them look through a cookbook, <clears throat> find something that they think looks interesting, and write out the the items, the ingredients that are needed. Go to the store with the child and let the child buy those ingredients, and then come home and make that dinner and teach them how to cook and put things together and measure. For very young children, there's actually some uh, cookbooks that have pictures on them so that if it calls for one egg, there's a picture of one egg. Um, so they can get a better grasp as to what it looks like that they really do need, uh, which is a great way to keep people inv- uh, involved. Um, have people make desserts, uh, do family game nights, do um Another activity that your family's interested, in, if your family's in baseball, find a way to do a mini baseball game inside the inside the house um, until it's cool enough to go out, of course. Um, but find those things that the family can do to stay connected. Uh, if you have an opportunity to go out and do something and you know, play tennis, um, play baseball out on the field uh, when it's not so hot, um, anything that connects your family, stay connected to your family. Um, I think one of the biggest benefits of this COVID and all this quarantine is that families are finding time once again to connect and be together, uh, which I think is super important. Um, and hopefully, that's hopefully, those things will continue once we can go back to our regular life and do those things that uh, our children and our families like to do. But I think that that connectedness has kind of been lost in the last couple of years. So I'm hoping that that actually does stay um, and people continue doing that and finding some way to make that happen once all of the other activities are uh, back up and running. Um, Finding boundaries. Um, I think this is super important. I am a teacher and finding boundaries. Uh, When are you gonna do your work if you're working from home? Uh, when are the, the students going to be done with school um, and not crossing those boundaries. Uh, I'm going to work from eight to four and then I'm going to put all of my stuff away at four o'clock and I'm not going to go back to work until the next morning at eight o'clock. Um, having kids have the same boundaries with school. School's going to start at nine and it's going to end at three. Um, and then at 3 o'clock, they're going to put their schoolwork away and, and they're going to move on with the rest of their day. I know boundaries can be very blurred when you're at home and it's 9 o'clock and you're thinking, oh, the kids are in bed. I really need to go back and do work. And you end up working until 12 or 1. Um, and those, then you have to get up in the next morning. And, of course, then you're tired. Um, and you're a little burnt out. So I think keeping those boundaries is super important. Um, making sure that you are taking time for – things that are as important as work, which is family and other commitments that you may have and those other activities that we need to do, things we don't necessarily enjoy doing like housework or dishes, Um, but keeping those boundaries so that your work time is your work time and your family time is your family time Um, and have teaching your kids that skill. Most of us are not used to working at home, so trying to figure out when are we supposed to be working and when are we supposed to be doing things that are not work-related is a challenge. Um, For those of you who have been working from home all the time, uh, you kind of figured that out. Um, But a lot of people I know that work from home haven't figured that out. They're still working at midnight, they're still working at 11 o'clock at night because they need to get that job done. And yet they get up in the morning and that job is still there. Um, but their sleep isn't and their family time uh, has now been compromised because they spent too much time working. And that that home life, that boundaries um, of home school, uh, now that most kids are virtual, I think it's super important to keep your sanity. And we know that parents are having a hard time uh, managing a child's education, which makes perfect sense. Again, I'm a teacher, I get it, um, It's not easy for teachers teaching in this kind of world, and it's certainly not easy for parents to uh, manage their children's school. Um, and I uh, applaud all of those parents that are out there giving this a shot um, because it's certainly not easy. But certainly, and again, it goes back to that emotional stability, forgiving yourself, knowing that you know you're not going to know how to do it, um, knowing that It's going to be a challenge. You're going to have to probably YouTube the second grade math lesson because you're not sure how to do it. Um, So hopefully that it's a little bit easier than it was in the spring where there's teachers are actually online teaching and and you have less of an opportunity to be a teacher and more just for the support. Um, But again, just know that it may be difficult for you. Go back to your yoga breathing. Go back to those things that make you feel a little more relaxed and able to manage the frustration or the uh, challenge that you're being faced with. Um, and last but not least, if you get to the point where really you're just not able to manage and you need some help, most insurance companies have some, some opportunities for people to get professional help. Um, some of them are um, online. Uh, you can just chat with somebody online. You can chat with people on the phone, um, which is super helpful if you get to that point where you're just not sure what to do or things are just out of out of your Uh, comfort level or your experience of something traumatic or dramatic is happening. um, Call your your family uh, or the mental health for your county. Um, Those are resources as well. And the one thing I did forget to mention is that Ignite Yoga has a wonderful kids program um, that you can also access for your kids that will help them learn those strategies um, for managing frustration. So definitely look up Ignite Yoga and find their their kids programs Um, phone a friend if that's kind of what you're needing Um, but if that's not going to help find those resources talk to somebody in a church if you belong to a church Um, if you belong to another kind of group find a find somebody to uh, to connect with and and uh, find a way to uh, get through your particular challenge so I hope that you've enjoyed this and that you have an, an awesome day thank you